You are listening to the Hope of Israel Baptist Broadcast, and we want to thank you so very much for joining us today. As we watch prophecy unfold on a daily basis, the world is searching for answers, and the nation of Israel needs true friends now more than ever before. Please stay tuned with us for today's broadcast as we will be focusing on news in the Middle East, Bible prophecy, and why America should never turn her back on God's chosen people. And now, here is our radio host, Dr. K. Daniel Freed. Welcome to the Hope of Israel Baptist broadcast for today. Yes, indeed, we have a lot to be thankful for. According to Nehemiah chapter 9, verse 25, And they took strong cities and a fat land, and possessed houses full of all goods, wells digged, vineyards and olive yards, and fruit trees in abundance. So they did eat, and were filled, and became fat, and delighted themselves in thy great goodness." Do you have something to be thankful for today? Yes, indeed. I have many things to say of thanksgivings to God. I thank God for my family. I thank God for all the multiplicity of blessings that he's given me. I thank God for the Word of God, the King James Bible. And I thank God most especially for salvation that was offered to me, and I received the free pardon the gift of eternal life. And I am eternally thankful to my Lord and Savior, the Jewish Messiah for the world, for the Jew and for the non-Jew. Thank God for his goodness. Are you thankful for the goodness of God today? Well, we like to continue now regarding the true story of the Jewish doctor, M.L. Ross Valley. Of course, if you've been with us listening to this great testimony that was given over 100 years ago about the conversion of a Jewish doctor, mainly uh, the result of God using a young drummer boy in the Civil War, and his testimony was so powerful and so convincing. And then, of course, God put other individuals in the life of Dr. Ross Valley, great witness of the marvelous grace of Almighty God. So we continue now. The other passage is the well-known prediction in Isaiah 7:14. Therefore, the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear son and shall call his name Emmanuel. These three passages impressed themselves so forcibly on my mind that I cried out, O Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, thou knowest I am sincere in this thing. If Jesus Christ is the Son of God, reveal him to me this night, and I will receive him as my Messiah. No sooner had I said this than almost unconsciously I flung my phylacteries into a corner of the room, and in less time than I can tell it, I was on my knees praying in the same corner where my phylacteries were lying on the floor by my side. To throw the phylacteries on the floor as I had done was for a Jew an act of blasphemy. 
I was now on my knees praying for the first time in my life, and my mind was much agitated and in doubt as to the wisdom of my proceedings. My feelings at that time are best expressed in the first hymn I ever composed after my conversion and dedicated to the preacher who had so powerfully impressed me. Leave me not alone. The prayer of a converted Jew, my life, is filled with sad regrets. No peace attends my way. Each day the sun in darkness sets. Oh, hear me, Lord, I pray. Oh, let me not in darkness rove, but melt my heart of stone. Accept my faint attempts at love and fix my heart on things above. Come, Holy Spirit, heavenly dove, oh, leave me not alone. Indulgent God of love and power, to thee for help I fly. Be with me at this solemn hour and hear my contrite sigh. Renew my heart and be my guide to thy celestial throne. Oh, let me see that wounded side. I come to thee, the crucified. Lord, condescend to be my guide. Oh, leave me not alone. My heart with inward horror shrinks. I feel this load of sin far from the shadow of thy wings. All darkness is within Now take me, Lord, into thy care, and melt my heart of stone. My load is more than I can bear, and thou didst not disdain to hear the publican in fervent prayer. Oh, leave me not alone. I know thou canst not let me go. Thy blood for me was shed. Now let me sink beneath its flow, and raise me from the dead, and bid me stretch my withered arm to thee whose love is shown, and grasp thy mantle with its charm, to take from death its dread alarm, and then reclining on thine arm, I shall not be alone. My first prayer to Jesus I shall never forget. It was as follows. O Lord Jesus Christ, if thou art the Son of God, if thou art the Savior of the world, If thou art the Jews of Messiah, for whom we Jews are still looking, and if thou canst convert sinners, as Christians say, thou canst convert me, for I am a sinner, and I will promise to serve thee all the days of my life. This prayer of mine, however, went no higher than my head. The reason was not far to seek. I had tried to make a bargain with Jesus, that if he would do what I asked of him, I, on my part, would do what I then promised him. I remained on my knees for about half an hour, and Willis, so engaged drops of sweat, came running down my face. My head also felt hot, and I put it against the wall of my study to cool it. I was in agony, but I was not converted." I arose and paced to and fro in my room. Then the thought came to me that I had gone too far already, and I vowed I would never go on my knees again. I began to reason with myself. Why should I go on my knees? Cannot the God of Abraham, whom I have loved, served, and worshipped all the days of my life, do for me what Christ is said to do for the Gentiles? I looked at it. 
Of course, from a Jewish standpoint, and went on reasoning, Why should I go to the Son? Is not the Father above the Son? The more I reasoned, the worse I felt. I became increasingly perplexed. In one corner of the room lay my phylacteries, which still possess a magnetic influence over me. I instinctively turned towards them, and I involuntarily fell on my knees again, but could not utter any words. My heart ached, for I had a sincere desire to become acquainted with Christ, if he was the Messiah. I changed my posture time after time, alternately kneeling and then walking about the room from a quarter to ten until five minutes to two in the morning. At that time, light began to dawn on my mind, and I began to feel and believe in my soul that Jesus Christ was really the true Messiah. No sooner had I realized this than for the last time that night, I fell on my knees. But this time, my doubts were gone, and I began to praise God for joy and happiness that penetrated my soul such as I had never known before. I had found the true Shiloh, the rule of Israel, Emmanuel, God with us. I had believed the report of Isaiah concerning the true Messiah, Jesus, who was despised and rejected a man, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief, who was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. I had looked on him whom they had pierced, and I knew that I was converted, and that God, for Christ's sake, had parted my sin. I now felt that neither circumcision availed anything, nor uncircumcision, but a new creature. I arose from my knees, and in my newfound happiness, thought that my dear wife would at once share my joy when I told of the great change which had come over me. With that thought uppermost in my mind, I rushed out of my study into the bedroom, for my wife had retired to rest, although the gas had not been turned off. I threw my arms around her neck, began to kiss her eagerly, saying, Wife, I have found the Messiah. She looked annoyed, and pushing me from her coldly asked, Found who? Jesus Christ, my Messiah and Savior was my reply. She spoke not another word, but in less than 15 minutes was dressed and had left the house, although it was then two in the morning and bitterly cold, and went across the street to the house of her parents, who lived immediately opposite. I did not follow her, but dropped on my knees, imploring my newly found Savior that my wife might also have her eyes opened as I had, and afterwards went to sleep. On the following morning, my poor wife was told by her parents that if she ever called me husband again, she would be disinherited, excommunicated from the synagogue, and accursed. At that time, my two children were sent for by their grandparents and told that they must never call me father again, that I, in worshiping Jesus, the impostor, was fully as bad as he was. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's all we have for today. May I encourage you to come back next time. Why don't you let us know that you've been listening and call us at 844-644-4426. Again, the number is 844 
644-4426. You can call, you can text us, you can email us at radio at HIBB.org. That's radio at HIBB.org, or you can go on our website, HIBB.org. Well, until next time, may the Lord richly bless you. You have been listening to the Hope of Israel Baptist broadcast with Dr. K. Daniel Freed. And we pray that today's program has been an encouragement to you. If it has, please contact us and let us know you're listening. If you are of Jewish descent and would like to know more about the new covenant prophesied in the book of Jeremiah chapter 31, or maybe you're curious as to why true Bible-believing Christians have always supported Israel, please contact us. As a token of our love and appreciation, we would like to give you a beautifully bound Hebrew-English New Covenant referred to as the New Testament. This Prophecy Edition Bible will be a great addition to your library and it will help you understand why those who believe in Yeshua HaMashiach, the Lord Jesus Christ, have always loved, supported, and prayed for Israel. Now if you're writing to let us know you're listening or if you're requesting one of these beautiful Hebrew-English New Covenants, you may do so by going to our website, www.hopeofisrael.net. That's hopeofisrael.net. You can also write to us at P.O. Box 1700, Powder Springs, Georgia, 30127. Once again, that's P.O. Box 1700, Powder Springs, Georgia, 30127. This broadcast is made possible because of giving friends all around the country, and if you would like to have a part in keeping this broadcast on your local station, you can send your donation to that same address, and please include the call letters of your radio station. That address, once again, is P.O. Box 1700, Powder Springs, Georgia, 30127. You can also give by going to the website, www.hopeofisrael.net. That is hopeofisrael.net. You have been listening to the Hope of Israel Baptist broadcast with Dr. K. Daniel Freed. Please tune in again at this same time as we stand with Israel and proclaim truth from God's precious word.